Okay, Shalom Aleichem Chevron, we're starting off. Um, we're moving to the Gwana now in Samachem and Aleph. The Cheshman really is that the sugyas between Samachem and Samach Dalid are really just different drushas. And the drushas, as important as they are, they're not so much, um, I would say, they're not logically absolute based off our current understanding of how logic works, and they're confusing a little bit, and there's a lot of assumptions being made, and just, I feel like it's going to be very, very overwhelming, and not so gishmak, whereas the sugis on Samachay are really where the formative sugis of Maruba start, and therefore, we're jumping ahead. The goal now is we're going to make a read-through on the base section of the Gemara. Um, we'll go over just a basic read, and then we're going to start taking each section apart one by one. So says the Gemara, Gufa, Amir Rav. Rav says the following statement. Karen Ke'in Sheganov. When it comes to the payment of Karen, the principal, for any stolen object, you pay the value of the object Ke'in Sheganov. However, it was valued at the time of theft. Now, seemingly this is only true when the object is not around anymore. If the object was still around, obviously you just have to give back the object. So here we're talking about a case where the object's not around anymore. And there the din is, you pay Karen Ke'in Shaganov. You pay based off the value of how it is when you stole it. Tashlume Kefil, but Tashlume Abba V'chamisha. When you're paying the, the fines, the knosses of Kefil and Abba V'chamisha, there the din is, you pay Kshasa Madabedin. You pay based off the value of the object at the time of when it was assessed. So, if, you know, the value of the object was 2 when you stole it, and at the time of assessment, the same object is worth 4, so then you would pay a total of 6. 2 for the Karen, and 4 for the Kefal. And that would be the entirety of your payment. Yeah, that's the Din of Rav. So, yes, the Gemara, my time at Rav, what's the logic behind the stance of Rav? How come Rav holds like that? Because the Torah says, Right? What's the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, If you find in the hands of the Ganav a stolen object, whether it be an ox, whether it be a donkey, whether it be a sheep, when it's alive, you pay twice Chaim. So now, like this. It says Chayim, and it says Geneva. So I ask the Gemara, Ma'ika How come it refers to the Geneva as Chayim? So says Rav, because it says Chayim Begeneva, that teaches us Achiel Karen Kein Shaganav. You should give Chayim to the Karen how it is when you stole it. So Achiel Karen Kein Shaganav means you should give Chias, you should give Chayim to the Karen, however it was when you stole it. Now, what that exactly means? is going to be a point of dispute in Rishenim. And how to even translate that word, Achia, in English, is going to be Machlokas Rishenim, how to translate it. But at this point, we'll say, Achia means to give life. That's the most basic, right? Chayim, the most basic understanding, the basic interpretation is to give it life, to give it Chayim. Therefore, Achia, the Ken, Ken, Shagana, give life to the Karen to be how it was when it was stolen. That's Rav's Chiddush. Rav's Chiddush, I would say, when Rav was falling asleep, 
That's when he told this din of Karen Kein Shagana, of Kei Fodan Rehikshah, some other bedin. Why? Ditanya, because it was taught just the opposite in the Braisa. Let's say I had a, fat, a skinny cow and I fattened her up. You pay Kefil and you pay Abba The same value it was when you stole it. No, there's different. Why is over there different? There's an exception. You're right. Normally I pay Karen Kein Shagonov and Kefil and Kefil. But over there the Ganev has a Taina. I fattened up the cow, and you're going to get a more of a higher payment because I fattened her up, not logical. And therefore, since I'm the one that fattened her up, I'm exempt from paying the higher fee. So now comes along the have another braisa. Let's say I have a fat cow, and I make it skinnier, I make it weaker. So there, it was worth four when I stole it, now it's worth two afterwards, after I was machishet. Says the Braisa, Mishalim Tashlume Kefu, Tashlume Abba Vachemisha Kein Shaganov. Everything goes Kein Shaganov. Nothing's Kshasa Madabedin. And here, the Ganav doesn't have a claim to exempt himself from the Shasa Madabedin. Right? So, how come, how come you're only paying Kein Shaganov? You're paying Kein Shaganov, you're not paying Kshasa Madabedin. Answers the Gamora Hasam Nami Mishum Daminane, Malikalakula, Malikalapalge. Because over there also, you have a Swara. What's a Swara? That the owner, not the Ghana this time. The owner has a claim. Now what's this claim of Malikalakula Malikalapalga? So it goes as follows. When it comes to the din, we know there's a concept called Tfichot Mechiru. There's also going to be a dispute in the Rishonim. But let's talk according to one opinion. Yeah, let's talk basic, even before opinions in the Rishonim. Tfichot means Tfichot, means Teshecht. So what's Malikalakula Malikalapalga? Here the din is that if I shecht something, I kill something, so when do I assess the dollar vehe? When do I assess the value that I pay for the kanas? So I assess the value right before I damaged it, right before I shechted it. So now, that's if I kill it entirely. But what's the pshad in that? So the basic pshad is, because you're the one that caused it. So you caused the loss. You caused the damages. So now, you can't exempt yourself of a higher payment because you damaged it. So who cares then if it's kalakula, if you damaged everything? And malikalapalgu, who cares if you did a partial damage? Either way, you're the reason for the depreciation. And since you, the Ghana, are the reason for the depreciation, your depreciation can't be the reason why I receive less. I, the owner, receive less. And therefore, malikalapalga. So you pay me for the shmina, pay me for an animal. It's not like this. So now we have two different scenarios that we talked about so far. One scenario is where I made the animal fatter. I, the Ghana, made the animal fatter. And the other scenario we have is when I, the Ghana, made the animal skinnier. In both of those cases, we have an exception. The exception is that there's some kind of a swara to dictate that even though, in reality, you should go ahead and pay Shah Samadabedin, here there's a claim which is saying that no, Shah Samadabedin doesn't apply in this circumstance. So if that's the case, then when does Shah Samadabedin apply? So it says the Gemara, Rav. When did Rav say his din of Kenan Kein Shaganav Kefudan Haik Shasamad Bedin? The Yukra Vizula Hudaka Omar. He only said that when it came to market fluctuations. Yukra, expensive, Zula, cheaper. He only said it when it came to market fluctuations. So when the actual item changed, it was Shmein Vechisha, it was Khushavishmina. There, we don't say the din of Rav. We only say Rav. When the animal, when the item it, it remained the same, 
And what changed was the market. So I asked the Gemara, Hey, Chidomi, what's our case here? If we're going to say from the onset that the object, the stolen object, is worth one, we'll be safe, Shavyadalid, and the end, the market changed and it was worth four. So Karen Kain Shaganev, and there the din is you pay Karen Kain Shaganev, meaning the thing that you would pay for. So it says the Gemara, Lima Pligi de Rabba de Rabba. Are we going to say that Rab's halacha is going to disagree with Rabbah? The Amar Rabbah, because Rabbah made the following statement. The person who stole a barrel of wine from his friend, from the onset, the barrel of wine is worth one. By the end of the day, the barrel was only worth four. So, if you break it or you drink it, then you know what you do, you pay four. But it vermeila, but if it broke on its own, Mishalim Zuza, you only pay one Zuz. So we hear some, see something very, very interesting. We see that even though there's a din of Karen Kain Shaganov, so how much are you paying here for the Tavra Shasya? They are paying Dalid. Why are you paying Dalid? They're paying Dalid because that's not Kain Shaganov. So what is it? Right? That seems to be a Kasha. So Amri, you know what? Rav's not disagreeing with Rabbah. Kika'ama Rav, really, when did Rav say this din? From the onset, it was worth four. And the end, it's worth one. There, in that case, where there was depreciated in value, then the Karen itself, we say, you have to pay the value of the item when it was stolen. But but the payment of Dalad Vehei and Kefil, that goes Kashasamad Abedin. That goes like the time period, the value of it was when the court case was adjudicated. So that's the basic din of Rav. If we're going to make a sikum, we're going to make a summary of what we saw. We saw number one, a statement of Rav. This discussion, this statement is going to be the topic of discussion for a while. This, this, this is a pask in the halacha, this din of Rav. That Karen goes Kain Shaganav and Kefal and Dalad Vehei go Kshasamad Bedin. The Gemara brings four kashas on this. Number one, from the case of Khushavi Shmina, you fattened up the animal. Case number two was Shmina Vechisha, you depreciated the value actively. Then we asked a kasha from the case of Rabbah, where it appreciated the market value, appreciated. And then we finally brought the last case, and this is how we come to conclude. That Rav's din was only speaking under a circumstance of depreciation. That whenever an, an object depreciates due to market fluctuation, there we say, Yeah, that's the basic overview. Now, let's go back to the beginning of the Gemara. I want to talk about the first din of Rav, and then maybe we'll start on a Fatimna. I put on the sheet that we're going to talk about Chushi Vishmina also, let's, I'm sorry, let's see if we get there, Alavai we get there, but let's do it one step at a time. So this Gemara, this Gemara is astounding, yeah? Number one, let's, let's read it again, Kedachin Vakidosh, let's read it again. Kufa Amarav, Rav says as follows, Keren Kein Shaganav, Keren goes, Kein Shaganav, you pay Keren based off love, what you took when you stole it, what is worth when you stole it. You pay keful down to the hay Now like this, but what's what's Rav being before my timer, right? Before the my timer, 
what's Rav being Mechadish here? Right? Seemingly, this if you're going to ask me, in my humble opinion, let's say, Chas V'Shalom, I was going to write my own Torah. Yeah, I'm going to write my own Torah. And I know there's going to be a din called Nezek. And I know there's going to be a din called Dalad Vehei or Knossos or Kefil, whatever it is. It's Knossos. So, if I have to pay Karen, what determines the value of the Karen that I have to pay? So this is the most straightforward thing in the world, right? What determines it is the fact that I took it. Uh, so you took it. So you took it, so I'll pay for what you took. So when did I take it? When did I have to pay for what I took? Immediately, because the moment I take it, I have to give it back. So the din of Karen being Ke'in Shaganav, the Chorah is Pashat. The moment that I take it, I have to give it. Right? By Ganav we saw that the Tashlumen, the Chiv Tashlumen, we saw in the Rambam and the Sefer Mitzvahs, the Chiv Tashlumen is born from the actual Maisa itself. So Avada, the Chiv Tashlumen, it comes from the moment of the Geneva. So Amchayiv, Karen, Kein Shaganav, because that's when the Chiv was generated. Now, when am I chayiv a knas? When a knas is chayiv? When am I chayiv in knas? You know when a knas is actualized? When based in paskins, and I have to pay a knas. So the moment based in paskins I have to pay a knas, I'm chayiv in a knas. Before that, I'm not chayiv in anything. You can't, you can't be given from me a knas that would based in adjudicate that I'm chayiv. I have to be sentenced. So now, if I want to determine when's the value of when I determine what the knas is, very simple. When based in paskins it. So when does based in paskin my knas? Shasamada bedin. So now I ask the most basic question in the world. What's the Kiddush of Rav? Rav is telling me A, B, C. I'm a Rav. Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hey. I'm a Rav. Karen, Kein, Shaganav, and Kefal, Dalet, Hey, Shasamada bedin. Shkoyach. You know what he said? He said, pay your chiyuvim whenever they're determined that you have to pay them. So, Karen, pay when you took it. Kefal dollar behay, pay it, because Basin told you you have to pay it. Shkoyach, what's the Chiddush? What's the Chiddush? Now, what are you going to tell me? Maybe there's no Chiddush here. Maybe Taka, maybe Rabbis is telling you that's, that's when the Chiyuvim come about. It can't be, because what's the Gemara say next? My time the Rav. Check the Gemara. What's Rav, where's Rav coming from? I don't know. And now we bring a Joshua, I'm a Krog, and he have a if I didn't have I would never know this. Why would I never know this? This is the most basic, straightforward thing in the whole world. Mamish, ABCs. ABCs. So what's, what's the Chiddush Abrav? What is the Chiddush Abrav? That's Kasha number one here. Mamish, Bumba, Kasha, Pella. Mamish, Pella. Mamish, Pella. Now, Kasha number two. Comes along Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis said, Rav must have been sleeping when he said his din. Now, that's also Pella, right? Why is he sleeping? He's sleeping. He just said the most straightforward swear in the world. No, you're sleeping. Why is he sleeping? Says Rav because he forgot a brisa. Rashi forgot a brisa. What's the brisa? The brisa is that we know the din Shmina, He pays kefil and dalad behek kein shaganav. He pays kein shaganav. Now, there's a few questions to ask him. Number one, the kasha is according to Rav What happened to the din of Karen? We see the kefil dalad behek. It doesn't stim, it doesn't mix, right? Because there you pay Kein Shaganav, and according to Rav, you pay the Kefal Dalad Vehek Shasamadabedin. What's the din of Karen according to the Brysa? Why did the Brysa Bechlal speak about Karen? That's Kasha number one, right? Kasha number two. What's Kefal? What does Kefal mean? What Bechlal does Kefal mean? I, don't know, I think that's a fair question, right? If you were to ask me, right, what is Kefal? Kefal is you pay double. So what do I pay double of? I assume you pay double of the Karen. 
So in the world of Rav, that's not true, right? I don't pay double of the Karen. Because according to Rav, there's two different assessment values. One assessment value is, I pay Kain Shaganov, that's Karen. And the Kefil down the head, I pay Kshasam Adabadin. According to Rav Sheshis' Brysa, what is Kefil? What's Kefil? Kefil of what? The Kain Shaganov. So the Karen's also Kain Shaganov? Well, it sounds like the whole is only down the out of the hay. Right? The din of Karen is also Kain Shaganov, so it's Kefil. What does the word Kefil mean? Yeah, in the world of Rav, of she- Rav it seems like there's it's a it's a, a dual a double payment. It's a double payment with two assessment values. Yeah, according to Rav Sheshis, what's Kefil mean? Kefil means pay the Karen twice. If Kefil means there's two assessment values, there's a double payment like Rav, then the Bryce has to speak out. What is what is, where is the Karen? The Bryce doesn't feel the need to speak out the Karen. Why? Because we know what Kefil means. What's Kefil mean? Pay Karen twice. Why am I paying Karen twice? Ah, very simple. Because you're paying Kefil. So when am I high of Kefil? Kshasamada Bedin. No, that can't be, because it's in the Karen. So when are you paying? You're paying Kefil twice. You're paying double payment of Kein Shaganov. Maybe. So it seems then there's a fundamental dispute between Rav and Rav Sheshit. It's not just he forgot a Brysa. There's a fundamental dispute understanding what in Bechlal is, is the din of Kefil, which is a Pella. Yeah? To that, Amri, they respond, no. I fattened him up. So I don't have to pay a higher knas. Why? Because he's fatter now. Meaning to say, the Vat of the Karen Kane Shaganov, everyone's mask him. If he pays for a skinny cow, Gavaldik. The whole cash is on the Kefil, Dalvehei. Now we say that he doesn't pay a higher Kefil, Dalvehei, because. Because what? Because he's the one that made him fatter. He's the one that made him fatter. Anafatimna, I fattened him up. And you're going you're gonna to get? Now, what's this Taina? What's the getter of this Taina? What's the getter of the Taina? Yeah, that's one to claim. Also, I'm sorry, we skipped. We skipped a din. I said, before we even got to Rav Sheshit's Kasha, we have a drasha, Achil Keren Kein Shaganav. What is that? What's a drasha, Achil Keren Kein Shaganav? What's the getter of such a thing? Revive the Keren. Revive the Keren? What does it mean to revive the Keren? It's not here? Inflate it artificially? What, what's that mean? What's the din? Achil Keren. According to our saying, an Akhidakaran means just to adjudicate the court case normally. Be the the the, the, the the defendant based off the time of his criminal act. Then you need a drasha for? What's the drasha? What's the gender of the drasha? What's the drasha accomplishing? So these things are all 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 very, very difficult questions. Now, if I was to go ahead and I'm gonna Think about what's the Kiddush of Achila Karen Kain Shaganov. I have two options, right? I can either be trying, Rav saying a Kiddush either in the Karen, or he's saying a Kiddush in the Kefal Talad Behei. Maybe he's saying a Kiddush in both, maybe there's a third option. But he has three options here. There's a Kiddush in the Karen, the Kiddush in the Kefal Talad Behei, or the Kiddush in both the Karen and the Kefal Talad Behei. So if I just look at the terminology that the Gemara is using to express this Kiddush, the terminology is Achila Karen Kain Shaganov. That means that I'm changing the Karen. I'm changing the Karen. Now, if I'm changing the Karen, what's the baseline mean? The baseline is then that everything goes based off of when I would 
done on the Kefal Dalad Vehei. That means that without Rav, when would my prices be established? My prices would be established and not Kein Shaganav. Right? Let's just go through that process again. Because we have a drasha, change the Karen. Why am I changing the Karen? Because really you should go after not Kein Shaganav. So when should it go? Our only other option is Kshasamad Bedin. So really the Karen should be paid based off Shasamad Bedin. And Rav telling you no, a drasha, Achila Karen, that you should pay the Karen based off the Kein Shaganav price. So I want to ask the most basic question in the world. Why in the world would I pay based off Shasamad Bedin? What's the logic in that? What's the beer? Why would I ever pay Kshasamad Abedin? Seemingly, the moment I took it, I have to pay back. So, so I'm going to say here, you know, before I'm doing this, yeah, let's see Rashi. Let's see Rashi on Samachdala and Mabez, and then I'm going to say a mess of Kiddush here. I think it, but I think it's even true, this Kiddush. So it comes along Rashi and Rashi says as follows. Achila Karen Kein Shagana, this is Rashi and Samachdal of Rebbeiz. says Rashi, the Kamani Bishmaitzim. It's a Kiddush later on in our Gemara, in our Sugya. The Imgon of Behima, that if you steal an animal, the Huchesha or Huzlo, or, and you make it either weaker, it becomes weaker, I'm sorry, it becomes weaker, or it goes down in price, it depreciates. Mishalim Kshas Hageneva, you pay the Karen. Kshasa Geneva, Dixiv, I say I'm taking that back, you pay Kshasa Geneva, Dixiv Chaim, because it says Chaim in the Pasuk, and what's that mean? Echyeyu lekeren shal Geneva shiei sholim, you should revive the Karen of the Geneva so it should be complete. So what do you see in this Rashi? We see in Rashi as follows. Betsem, everything could, should be paid Kshasa Madabedin. Elamai, there's an issue here. You took something that was worth a higher value than it was at Kshasa Madabedin. So what do we do? We say the Karen, revive it. So pay the whole value of the Karen from when you took it, but everything else goes Kshasa Madabedin. Now, again, the assumption is that everything is getting paid Kshasa Madabedin. Why is that? Now, I want to couple this with the horror we made before in the Braisa. The Braisa says you pay Kefil and Arba V'chamish Kshasa Madabedin. The Braisa itself never mentions the payment of Karen. Why didn't the Brahisa mention Karen? So, the only way that I would understand why Karen is determined, Kshasa Madabedin, is if Karen is part of the payment of Kefil. If Karen is part of the Kanas. Now, what's that mean, Karen is part of the Kanas? So maybe Karen, Kefil, is not like we said before. Before we said it's a double payment. It's a payment, one of the Karen, and two of the Kefil. Maybe that's not true. Maybe there's a whole different payment plan. What's the Pasuk say? If you find the Geneva, if you find that he's a Ghana, if you catch him in the act, red-handed. So what's the din? There he pays a Shnaim that's Chaim. He pays a Chaim Shnaim. He pays a double payment. Maybe there's two totally different payment plans when it comes to a Geneva. Avade, if you steal the object and you're not caught, you have to give it back. There's a din the Whatever it is, a din to give it back. But that's if you're not caught. And therefore, what's the kaveya? When do we determine the price of that payment that you have to give? 
That's Shas Geneva determines Avanda, because that's when the Chiv kicked in, like we said in Svara. But says Rashi, there's a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Then what do you do? You pay a double payment, you pay a kefil. You know what a kefil is? A kefil is a singular payment. There's a payment called kefil, and that kefil has two components. There's the keren, and there's the double payment. You double the keren. You double the keren. So you pay two kerens. Paying two kerens is a singular payment called kefil. That's unbelievable. There's only one payment here. Meaning to say, enough kamina, take enough kamina. If there was two separate payments, there's something called pay keren, and separate from the keren, there's something called the fine of kefil. So then, a ganav who was caught and sentenced to pay Karen and Kefil, you know what? Let's say this guy paid the Karen back. So he's not a ganav anymore. He paid back the Karen. He paid back the principal. So it could be as a debt to the person who he robbed. He still has to pay back the Kefil, but he's not a ganav anymore. He gave back the object. According to what I'm saying in Rashi, there's a singular payment here called Kefil. That Kefil is determined Kshasamada Bedin. That's the only way that I could understand ever how the Karen has to would be dictated by Shasa Madabedin. Why would it be? Why would that why, why would that be the time period for it? Very simple, because it's part of the payment of Kefo. There's one payment called Kefo, and therefore if I stole something and it was worth two, and I get caught, and when I'm caught it's still worth two and I have to pay four. If I paid back two, I'm still a Ganav. Because the payment for the Ganav who's caught is four. Unless I pay four, I'm still a Ganav. I didn't pay back what the Torah required me to. And therefore, that's very, very shmat. Rav is a chiddush then. What's Rav's chiddush? Rav is saying a massive chiddush. You know there's something called a singular payment? And what's that singular payment called? Kefil. But you should know that this guy, when you took his keren from him, he incurred a loss. He incurred a loss. Why? Because when you stole it from him, it was worth four. And now when you're paying, it's only worth two. That's even better. It's worth one. So if you pay double of one, you know, you're paying two, but you stole four. Says, says Rav, no, you should know that you stole. So the, the Torah, the Torah itself has a chiddush. Achyeyu keren. Even though you're making a singular payment, and that singular payment is called kefil, the, the, the aspect, the, the part of the kefil payment, the component of the kefil payment, which is comprised by the keren, the thing which you're doubling, if that depreciated, it was Hucha Shalhuzla, you should know that we're going to Machayim the Ganim to pay the original value. That first price. So what was that first price? It was worth four. So pay four plus one. Right? It was worth four when you took it. It's one now, Kshasamadabadin. So you pay five. That's Achil the Karen. Revive the Karen. At least that's part of the double payment. That part, you should pay full throttle. Achil the Karen, Kain Shaganav. That's the Chiddush of Rav. So that's an unbelievable Chiddush. So Rav comes out swinging. Rav says, you should know that I'm a Rav. There's a double payment. and You find a Geneva in the hand of a person once the din. In a case, says Rashi, of where it depreciated, it went down in value, or the market flux changed. So then the din is, Karen pay the higher value, the first value when you stole it. For the aspect of the Karen and Dashumi Kefal Dashuma Rav Chamishik Shasamada Bedin, there Kefal Dalav Behei Shepek Shasamada Bedin. Yes, the Gemara might tell me that Rav, there's a singular payment here. There's a payment called Kefal. Kefal is pay double your Karen. So how can you go ahead and distinguish between different aspects of your singular payment called Kefal? 
אבל כלו, גניבה וחיים, את הפוסוק. מה העיקר מרחמון על חיים בגניבה? Why is the Torah say חיים בגניבה? אחי אל הקרן כאין שגנב. It's to tell me here that דווקא when there's depreciated value of the Karen, then you pay its full value. So that comes along with Sheshes. It says, I'm a Rav Sheshes. I mean, can I be a Shachiv Rav? I'm not sure. Rav Sheshes reflects a good Kasha. He has a good Kasha. What is Kasha? This Kasha is a Braisa. The Dani Kushavishmi, the Mishan Tashumi Kefu, the Shumai Rav Hamisha, Kain Shaganav. He says, What are you talking about? How could you say that we did, with the, with there's a change that you go ahead? There's a change. You go ahead and you pay the Karen, Kain Shaganav, and the Kefu Rav Hamisha. It's not true. Here we see. Clearly in the Bryce, and then everything goes Kein Shaganav. Everything goes Kein Shaganav. So Rav, you're trying to say that we can distinguish between different parts of the component payment. <laughs> it's not true. All the payments are always double. Then what's that double? That double is Kein Shaganav. So number one, we see that the parts can't be split. And number two, what's our baseline? Our baseline is not like you, Rav. Rav, you said the baseline is Shasa Mada Bedin. It's not true. The baseline is Karen. When? Kein Shaganav. Now that's so interesting. That means that according to Rav Sheshis, everything, it's still a singular payment. There's something called Kefal, there's something called Dalabahe. Again, it's just screaming. Why doesn't he talk about Karen? Because there's no Karen. Why not? Very simple. Because Kefal means double your Karen. It's a singular payment. There's something called Karen. There's something called Dalabahe. There's something called Kefal. And you can only pay one of them. When do you pay Karen? When you're not caught. When do you pay Kefal Dalabahe? When you're caught. So here you were caught. So what's the din? Kefil Adan Vehekein Shaganav. So what's it mean? Steal double the value of what you were Machayev, of the Mesa Geneva itself. So they agree to the concept that what? That it means pay double of the Karen. But what's the baseline of the Karen? According to Ram, the baseline of the Karen is Kshasamad Abedin. And there's a Kiddish that when the Shasamad Abedin is less than the Kein Shaganav, the Karen goes back to the Kein Shaganav. And to that comes along with Shesh and says the Bryce is no Forshaliki. The Bryce says the baseline is. Kein Shaganav. How do I know? Chusha Veishmina. To that, there's a response. Amri, the base Midrash said on behalf of Rav, it's not a Kasha and Rav. Why is that case unique? Mushum da Amalei, Anafetim Nevaat Shakalt. How could it be that I fan up the animal and now I have to pay extra? It can't be that I fan up the animal and I have to pay extra. So here, he has a Ptur, a tiny Ptur. Comes along the Ganav, and the Ganav says, I don't get it. I stole it, it was worth two. Now, I fattened him up. He's worth four. So I did you a favor. I wish I did you a favor. You're going to chai me now four twice. You're going to chai me now eight. Hello, the animals are good because look to fat the animal. Why? Because of me, not because of you. I put the money into it, not you. So how is it logical to chai me more? So Elamai, so in this specific case of Chushavishmina, you pay me the Kein Shaganda, the Kefuls on the two times two. And not two times four. But that's because I have a Taina, I have a Timna. I fattened him up. Now, we have multiple issues. Issue number one, we just saw Rashi. Rashi says it only applies the whole din of Rav. By what? By Huchesha When it went down in value, where it got skinny. It doesn't apply when it got fat. Here the Gemara is clearly talking about the case where it got fat. How can that be? Number two, the claim here is what? I got him fatter. Anafetimna, I fattened him up. What happens if an animal got fat on its own? I'll give you a case. There's mad cow disease going around. The animal's sick. And you wait it out. You have to see. It gets better, it doesn't get better. So I saw him when he was sick. I didn't know he was sick, but I took him. A skinny cow getting sick, didn't eat for a while. Skinny, fine. Now, a week passes, two weeks passes. Baruch Hashem, he's doing better. The Rebbe Hashem sent him before Shleima. He's doing good. 
He's getting fed up. Now, did I do anything for them? I did absolutely nothing. Nothing. I just, I just fed him. The same way I fed any other animal. Now, that means I was a fatimna? I wasn't a fatimna. I didn't fatten him up. Why did he get fatter? Because he stopped being sick. Did I have a claim called Anavatimna? Do I have a claim? I, uh, I fattened him up and now you... You what? You benefit from the fact that I fattened him up? But I didn't fatten him up. I didn't neglect him, you're right, but I didn't fatten him up. So do I get a ptor for that? Why do I get a ptor for that? So let's see Rashi. Let's see Rashi. Rashi says, Kushavishmi. That was a skinny cow and a fat cow. Yeah? Says Rashi, Hagan of Pitma. They kind of fattened him up. Now this is difficult for Rav. Why? Because Rav says everything goes the Tashlume Dalad Vehego Kshasamada Bidin. It doesn't go Kain Shaganav, Kasha from the Braisa. Says Rashi Ukasalka Daitach bin Shivcha bin Echisha Haganav Biadaya. So comes on Rashi and says, What was the Havamin of the Gemara? The Havamin of the Gemara was that we are discussing whether or not the animal, there was any flux, whether the animal appreciated, bin shivcha, bin echisha, haganav, or he depreciated, haganav, biadayim, whether haganav actively appreciated or depreciated it. Meaning to say that in the havamina, we didn't know these qualifications. So Rashi on Samech Dalet Amar it says it was chukhashavahuzla, where it got weaker, where it depreciated. That's when the din of Rav applies. We didn't know that yet. Right now, we're in the Havamina. We're determining that. That's something which is still in the process. So it's clear from this Rashi, we can look back on the Rashi on Tzamech Tadam and know that is Rashi's Maskana. That's Rashi when he's leaving the Sugya. But in the Havamina, Rashi thought irrelevant of what the Ganav did, you'd always pay Karen Ke'in Shaganav and Ke'in Fodanav Heikshan Samadav Adin. And that was Rav Sheshis' Kasha. To that, the Gemara says, No. Shum Da'amr Lei. Anafetimna Ha'achakalt. Says Rashi, when it happens, when you were animals became more expensive, or it got fatter on its own, you didn't do anything. That's a pillow. That means that the animal with made cow disease when I took it, it got fatter. Not because I fattened him up, just because it, it, it got all past its sickness. Says Rashi, you know what the din is? You pay kafel, you pay kafel out of a hay for the fatter animal. Now, what's the svara there? What's the svara? What's the chiddush? So it seems to me that the chiddush is that the tainus p'tur doesn't apply. You have to have a p'tur. Be'etzem, everything goes k'shasam adabedin. Always. Why is everything very simple? Oh, why? Because there's one payment. The payment's called Kefil. Why is that because Kefil's a knas. You're paying something more than what you took. And therefore, everything goes Basar Shansa Mada Bedin. So how come I don't go Basar Shansa Mada Bedin when I fattened it? A tiny spatur. Anafatimna. Can the Ganav say Anafatimna when it comes to uh get fatter on its own? No, you weren't mefatimid. You didn't do anything. So how could you exempt yourself from the higher payment? Says Rashi, I, if that's the case, then not only when the value went up of all behemoths, but even when the animal got fatter, you're also going to go ahead and have to pay that higher value of Kshasa Madabedin. That's a Kiddush. Now, 
I want to point something out here. I want to point something out here, which I think is an important point. Where did Rashi start explaining this whole sugya? Rashi only started explaining this whole sugya once we got to the din of Anafatimna. Why? We just said a Kiddush after Kiddush in the world of Rav, Karen Kein Shaganav, right? What was the, what was the, my time at the Rav, right? All these kashas, right? What do you mean my time at the Rav? My time at the Rav is the, is the worst question in the world, right? Obviously, everything's logical here. That's when the Shaskiyav was. No, nothing explained, right? According to us, my time at the Rav means how could you even mechalic a singular payment into different parts that you need a drasha for? Why doesn't Rashi speak any of this out? Why doesn't Rashi speak any of it out? So I'm going to be honest with you, this bothers me tremendously. I would have want Rashi to speak out here, and Rashi doesn't. What I will do for you is I'm going to do something a little unorthodox. The reason it's unorthodox is because I didn't give you the Marimokam. I wish I gave it to you. I didn't put the Marimokam on the sheet, but I just want to read you a din in the Rambam. The Rambam is in Perik Alev of Hilchos Keneva, Halachi Yudnalad. And he says... As follows, If you stole an animal or a vessel, anything similar, when you stole it, it was worth four. And now, when you were sentenced in court, it was worth two. So, what's the did? That's the din of Rav. Now he says a new din. If you were worth and now when your sentence is worth four, you pay everything. Now, in that second case, the Raman didn't mention the word Karen Bechlal. The Ram didn't mention the word Karen. So I have a, I have a partial diuk. In the first case, where it was appreciation, I'm sorry, it was depreciation. Depreciation is the din of Rav. There, the Rambam spoke out. There's two different parts. There's something called Karen, there's something called Kefil. But in the second din of appreciation, in the case of appreciation, the Rambam only spoke about Kefil Dalad Vahey. Why is that? So according to us, it's Mamash Pashat, right? If we were to say that the Rambam learns like Rashi, we have to prove that if that's true. But just to, to be mavesis, this principle, because we're saying a mass of Kiddush here, if there's a din called a singular payment called Karen, I'm sorry, Kefal, so that only applies, right, a uniform Kefal in a case where there was an appreciation, but if there's a depreciation, then that's where Rav applies. So when the Ramam expresses a din of depreciation, that's where he breaks it up into Karen and Kefal, like Rav. In a case of appreciation, the only thing the Rambam talks about is Karen a dollar behay? Why? Because that's the only payment that there is, because there's no such thing called Karen then. So that's super gishmak. So that's a support for us in the world of Rashi, or Pshat in the world of Rashi. What's upsetting is that Rashi doesn't speak out anything. He doesn't allude to this. Now to say it's Pashat is hard for me to imagine. Um, so I'm going to play the Ha'ara. I'm being honest with you. But I still think that's Pshat and Rashi, but I think it's Ha'ara. Now, that being said... I want to read with you Teisvis. Well, Teisvis. Teisvis comes along, and this is Gufa, and he has a whole different pshat in the Joshua of Rav. And this is going to help understand, bring out the pshat here, yeah? Comes along the Gemara and Teisvis as follows. Gufa, Amirav, Kerenke, Inchaganav, Bemaskana de Nusa, in the conclusion of this matter, Amin and Derav, Ayri, the Indian Nukra We'll say that Rav's talking specifically about market price fluctuations. 
What's the Chiddush of Rav? The fact that you pay Karen Kane Shaganov is a Mishnah in Hagazel Kama. Now, what's the Mishnah saying? Everyone who steals pays the value of the object that was stolen when it was stolen. So there, the din is Karen Kane Shaganov. Karen Kshasagzela. Yes, even though the mission over there is talking about Shinui, what's the case of Shinui? Like if I stole wood and I turned it into a bowl, right? So there, there the mission says, And over there we also say, What's the din? The second case, there's a case of Rabbi Loya, we're going to see him yet Hashem sooner rather than later. And I'm amazed. There the din is if I steal a ewe, a baby sheep, and it becomes an isle, it becomes a ram. I steal a baby ram, it becomes a ram, not a sheep, sorry. There the din is it becomes a shinui biyoda and you acquire it. So there we see two different sources that we see the din of Misham and Shasagzela was said in the circumstance of shinui. Mikomokam, nonetheless, they need a kavazula nami ayri, kadamukam sefa mafket. Is also talking about market price fluctuations, like we can prove from the Gemara of Matziah, the Maitzila Yukravizula. Zayla Gemara says explicitly, it's talking about Yukravizula. The Chin Perakol Shah, so to the Gemara Psachim, Gabi Echo Truma, the Kamahikan, Mikan Shavadalis of Shuza, Shavizuza, talks that someone made Truma, it was originally worth four, and then it was worth one. Later, Vaidach, the Vadi, the Fidam Mishalim. Vadi have to pay the value of the Truma based off of its value and not based off its weight to the Gemara Migoslan, because it's no worse from stealing from anyone else. It's not, it was talked about regarding the din of a gazlan, called gazlan, misham, you pay gazela, you pay based off the time of the gazela, not based off the time of sentencing. So we see that in two different cases, a market price fluctuations, nonetheless is, you pay ke'in shaganav, you don't pay kshasam adabedin. So how come, what's the chidosh of Rav? Rav saying a davar pashat, it's a mishnah. It says, we could say, the Iker Rav, the main Chiddush of Rav, Le'asad Ashmu'inan, has only come to teach us, It's coming to teach me that the din of Kefal and David Vahekel is Kshasamad Abedin. Even though the Gemara asks, what's the reasoning behind Rav that says, Karen Kein Shaganav? Really, the question is, my time of the Rav, that he's saying, Kefal and Dalad Vehego, Kshasa Madabedine, they don't go Kshasa Gneva. Vahachi Perusha. Now, this is the Pshat in the Drasha. Amr Krol Gneva Vechayen. The Torah says Gneva Vechayen. And what's the reason that Dafka, the Keren, is Kein Shaganav, and the Kefal and Dalad Vehego, Kshasa Madabedine? Achi the Keren, Kein Shaganav. It's to teach me the Keren is Kein Shaganav. Umashmalai Dafka the Keren. Dafka, right, retain. Keep the payment of Karen Kein Shaganov. Velo Tashlumi Dalad Vehe. But Tashlumi Dalad Vehe can change. So this is a mess of Kiddush. What's Tisa saying? Tisa is saying a whole different shot here in the Gemara, in the world of Rav. Tisa is saying, Be'etzem, the din of Rav, of Karen Kein Shaganov is Pashat. Alright. It says, Achila Karen. It's Rav Dafka. What's the Kiddush? That Kefal Dalad Vehe go Kshasamad Abedin. Now, Let's let's break this down. What what's why do I need a drasha for that? Again, why do I need a drasha? I'll tell you why I need a drasha. I need a drasha to tell me that Dalad Vehei go Kashasa Madabadin. Kefal Dalad Vehei go Kashasa Madabadin. Why would I need a drasha for that? That's when it's adjudicated. That's when I'm sentenced. So Lachura, Lachura, Balkurchuch, you have to say 
that the reason I need a drasha is to teach me that even though that's what I'm sentenced, I should be sentenced for the keren, for the kein shaganav. Why should I be sentenced for that? So it must be that kefal means double the keren. Kefal meant double the keren. If kefal means double the keren, so then how come I'm paying shasa madabedin? A chiddush. I'll tell you why. Because there, that's the Achila Karen. The the Karen is Kshasa Gzeva, and not the Kefil Dalad Behei. So in the world of Tesis, Rav is a whole different approach. Rav's Kiddush is not, you know, like we saw in Rashi, that there's a singular payment, and that singular payment, you should go ahead and, you know, you're able to divide it under certain circumstances. But it's something totally different. Really, we thought that Achila Karen, Kefil meant double the Karen. And the Kiddush of Rav is that Kefil doesn't mean double the Karen. Kefal means that I pay the keren based off the value of the keren, and I pay the kefal dalad vehei based off the shansam and the So really, according to the maskana of Tesfis, we have two different payments here. We have one payment of the keren, we have a totally separate payment called kefal. That kefal is not dictated by the keren, it's dictated by the value of the object of that I took, b'shansam and the So in the world of Rashi, kefal means... A double payment. You pay Karen twice. There's just an exception that it was Hukashova Huzdo, then we say a Hayan, and therefore you have to change the value of the Karen. But generally speaking, Karen means, Kefal means pay the Karen twice. At what rate? The rate of the Karen when, when it's sentenced, that's Shasa Madabadin. But when it comes to the world of Tesfis, there's a Kiddush. We thought Kefal in the Havamina, before Rab, we thought Kefal meant pay double. The Kiddush of Rab is that Kefal doesn't mean pay double. Kefal means a double payment. Kefal means the Karen Bishaz Geneva and the Kefal Dalad Vehei Kshas Amadabadin. And they're two distinct payments. Each payment happens at a Chas Chiv. So there, that's going to be a Veltz Machlekes, Shri Rashi Tesis. According to Rashi, Achila Karen means revive the Karen. When it drops, when it's a Keshav Hukhashav Huzda, then pay the higher value. In the world of Tesis, is that true? Achila Karen means retain the status, retain the value of the Karen. You took the Karen at a certain value, Kshasa Geneva, it stays like that. Don't change it. Why? Because it's a separate payment from the Kefal. It's a separate payment from the Dalad Vahid. It retains that state. It doesn't mean double. That's the Kiddush in the world of Tesis. So, so far we went through the Gemara, we have a Machlikis Rashi Tesis, a fundamental Machlikis Rashi Tesis, in how to understand the Drasha of Rav, they have a fundamental dispute how to understand the din, the tashlum of kefil and dalad vehei. And there, we saw Rashi the Kolopachis, and how he understood the tain of anafatim nevachakalt. Now, we're not going to have time to go ahead and finish the sugi of Malikal, the Malikal Palga. But Beza Hashem, what I want to do, which I'm happy that we're going to have time to do, is at least I'm going to start with this read the Gemara. Let's read Rashi, let's hear some kashas, and we'll leave it off with there. So it says the Holy Gemara, yeah, we just proved the din of Kefal Dalad Vehei, yeah, the din of Rav, so we tried to ask a kasha from Abraisa, of Chushav Yishmina, that the Gemara says is an exception, Anafatimna, Tashma, come here, we have another kasha. Shmina Vechisha, let's say you had a fat animal and you got it skinnier. It says the Gemara, Mashal, and Tashlumi Kefal, you pay Kefal, the Tashlumi Abba Vechamisha, they perform five Kein Shaganov. There you pay Kein Shaganov. The Kasha is here there's no Swar of Anafatimna. According to Rashi, he would say there's no Tor. 
There's no tiniest tool of the Ganav, right? Because here, the Ganav actually did something wrong. He's the one that depreciated it. So the Ganav can't exempt himself from a payment. So who's making the claim here? The Bangdam. The original owner is making a claim. Yeah? And there's an exception. What's that exception? They say, who cares if he killed all of it? Who cares if he killed part of it? So what happened here? We saw that there was a claim that what? That really, we see a Bryce that says he paid King Shaganav. Why is that a Kasha? You don't have the Ptur of Anafatimna. And nonetheless, the din is King Shaganav. Kasha on Yurav. Here the Ganav can't claim anything. Says the Gemara, no, it's a different exception. It's an exception. Why is it an exception? Because the Bailam has a claim. What's the claim of the Bailam? Malika Lakula, Malika Lapalga. What's that mean? Says Rashi. Says Rashi. The Ganav made it less valuable, he depreciated, he damaged it actively by overworking it, by working it, or with a makal, or he beat it. So now let's, let's just get something clear here, Rashi. If it was hochesho, if the animal got weak on its own, then this exemption would not apply. Again, this exemption is only when the Ganav says something, miyadayim. And what does he have to do be a daim? He has to weaken it, but tulach malacha ubemakel. He either overworks it or he beats it with a stick. So then there you can have to still pay the price of Kain Shaganav because of a swara. Malikat la kula, malikat la palga. Says Rashi, Hilkuch mihai shaita da achashal. From the moment that he started to become weak, askalala tvicha. He started the tvicha. He started the tvicha. Now, Rashi did something here which is unbelievable. If I was going to say, I was going to write a commentary on the Gemara, I would not say the words, Askala Tvicha, I started the Tvicha. Right? Those words are very packed, loaded words. How would I explain? I would explain that the, job, the object is not the object that I took anymore. I took a fat gazunta behemoth. Yeah? He was a strong buffalo. And now I beat him up. I overworked him and he became skinny. Yeah? So that's Askala Tvicha, it's not the same thing anymore. You depreciated in value. You worsened it. You weakened it. You ruined it. So there, that's I could have heard. Right? That's just why I would have said. The same way that when you kill the whole thing, it went down in value, you depreciated it. So to here, when you damage it, you also depreciate it. So Rashi, no. That's not what happened. What happened? You started shechting it. Shechting it? That's a pillow. Where's the shechita here? Where's the shechita? So now, let's, let's lay out the kashas in a more lambda fashion. Yeah, question number one. Let's say a person does a shechita. So what's the din? The din, I steal an animal, I shecht it, I'm chayim dalab lehei. I'm chayim dalab lehei. According to Rashi, I steal an animal and I overwork it. And I overwork it so much that it dies. Am I chayim dalab lehei? Am I chayim dalab lehei? The answer, Rashi, would tell you, absolutely not. Dalab lehei is a din and shechita and tficha. I dalad hayz didn't shchit and tvicha. So how could the same Rashi say that when I hit it with a stick or I'm tereach, right, b'malacha, and there I overwork the animal and there's a hukasha because I overwork it? How could Rashi say that the askel tvicha? I started the tvicha. What do you mean start the tvicha? Tvicha is a chayiv v'dalad hayz. Tereach malacha and habata b'memakil is not called a tvicha. Not chayiv dalad hayz in that. So what's Rashi mean? Askel tvicha. He can't mean literal. So what's Rashi saying there? Now, let's say something even more. Let's say that you're right. You know what? The, the, the tricha, 
is not literal. It just means a part of a process. He's in the process of attacking it. He's in the process of hurting it. He's in the process of hitting it. So then, you know what? Let me ask you a question. If he's never teveach, if he's never teveach, would we say malikat the kula, malikat the palga? Right? If the whole reason why there's a significance to the, to the Torah Malacha is because at the end of the day, after the Torah Malacha, he's going to shecht it. So then, if I'm Tureach B'Malacha, but I never shecht it, so then do I have the Svar of Malikat Lakula, Malikat Lepalga? Or is the Svar of Malikat Lakula, Malikat Lepalga only predicated on the fact that I shecht it B'Seif? Avada is not predicated on I shecht it B'Seif. So again, so what's the Tchilas Tvicha? What relationship does this have to Tvicha? Now, if we're going to say that what? That the Dalit, really, we were just trying to show you that it's part of a process. The Chasha is part of a process which results in Dalit Vehe. We're talking about the death of an animal. Is Dalit Vehe here? So then, later it's hard. Because what do you mean the Askhalat Tvicha? Bish Slama, you can't even be poetic, right? The same this term. It's going to be poetic and tell me that Tuluk Malacha, that Harbat of the Makil, it's considered like the beginning of killing it. And the beginning of killing it is called like shechting it. And we know there's a precedent of shechting called Dalad Vehei. Yeah? So it's part of the process of shechting this process. Why? Because it's on the way to be shechted. How is... We also know there's a Mechaev of Dalad Vehei called Mechira. There's a Mechaev of Dalad Vehei called Mechira. How is hitting it with a makil or... or... Or, or overworking it, how is that considered like the beginning of the Mechira? That's came out impossible to hear. And therefore, as follows, what's, what, what's left for us to do is that Rashi is not stop telling us here that there was a, de- a, 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 a depreciation in value. He's not just saying here it was damaged goods. He's saying, Alumnus, Aschalatricha. You started a Shechita. What's Rashi teaching us? He's not teaching us. Because of these three questions, it's Pashat. He is not teaching us. We're not willing to hear that in any way that a Torah Malacha, that Harbatza B'Makel is considered like a... is considered like a Maisa Tvicha. So in Cain, in what way has Rashi understanding the Drasha of Malikat Lakula, Malikat Lepalga? That's left for us to understand. And Amir Tashem next week we're going to discuss in the Yosef and two different understandings of the Muki Yosef, one from Amesha Feinstein and one is, uh, is what? It's from Rosh Hashem So Mitzvah Hashem will start that next week. Mitzvah Rabba, a good Shabbos, a good Chodesh.